0: Hello and welcome to Come Together. This is the debut podcast from sex toy brand, Layloam. I'm Bobby Norris. And I'm Olivia
1: Atwood, and each week we'll debunk, demystify and debrief about all things sex with guests who share their sex faux sexual truths and what gets them off.
0: This week we're talking all things solo pleasure with two brilliant guests who are passionate about, well quite frankly, having a good wank and why it should be factored into our lives.
1: Finally, women talking about giving ourselves some self love, and we all do it, and there's absolutely no shame in seducing ourselves.
0: So, right? So, today we're joined by two women breaking down the stigma one orgasm at a time. Author of How to Have Feminist Sex, Flo Perry, and the sex positive influencer, Natalie Lee, also known as Style Me Sunday.
1: Hi, girls. All right, ladies. Hello hi how thank we doing you for joining us good thank you should we get right into it yeah, oh, let's, yeah. Get
0: let's get straight in so basically what we like to do is we start each episode with a bit of a warm-up round called hot or not to get us feeling a little bit more comfortable mm. with each other <laughs> so throwing it out there let's go in dirty talk hot or not hot definitely hot
1: i'm gonna go in there hot as well Bob. yeah
0: hot all the way yeah
1: and a bit of sexting i'm here for mm. it yeah.
0: Oh yeah you're a sex to live <laughs>
1: Do you know what?
2: Back in the day, I was, Bob. Yeah, I really was. <laughs> dating apps. Um, I think hot. Um, No. What's the other one? Hot and what?
1: Hot no. or not?
0: It's, not,
2: it's not really that hard, is
1: it? I need
0: to write. Okay, not. Yeah, I think it's a not from me, dating apps.
1: I'm probably one of the only people, like,
2: in this generation of ours, I've never been on a dating app. No, Ever. I've never I've never been on a da- date. Well, I've been married for fucking ages, so I've never been on a dating app.
0: I feel like the worrying for me is you don't really know who you're talking to nowadays. And with yeah. the welder catfish, I mean everyone loves a little bit of face tune. Other, <laughs> other editing apps are available. But let's have it right, you don't really know who's at the end messaging you. That's very true.
2: No. I would just be I just don't like the whole you can you make a judgment on their face and you know nothing else really about them. They can talk complete bollocks. I don't, I really don't like it. I I can't be dealing with
3: waiting for like, okay, I've got a party in three weeks time that there might be someone I don't know. at. I can't deal with that wait and then like okay that's when I'll next get the chance to maybe have a date no I want to take it into my own hands and being like okay I've got half but an hour but that's what
2: your hands are for well no
3: sometimes <laughs> she wants someone else with her yeah, I think that's okay I'm, I'm allowed to want both yeah. and what's the general
0: rule of thumb because I still don't really know no, like, even when it comes to just like whatsapping someone you know everyone kind of in the early days of messaging someone yeah. meeting someone you read it I mean there's nothing worse for me than being blue ticked I can't bear someone reading my message and making me wait for a reply Is it the same with like a dating app? Do you read it? Do you keep them waiting? Or do you go straight back in?
3: Time is really of the essence for me because I feel like you might swipe right on like 20 people and then 10 of them maybe swipe right on you. Okay. And then say like five of them might talk to you and then like maybe one of them you might think has decent enough chat to like go on a date with. One night stands, hot or not? uh depends but i think hot if you if you're into it yeah
2: um i mean i haven't really had a one night stand Have you know um but i would say hot if i could <laughs> if you were like free if single and available if i single i would definitely get involved yeah
1: I, I think I, it depends who, who it is. I mean, this I mean, I can tell you about some really unhot one night stands if you all want to, like, be part of your breakfast. Yeah, tell us. <laughs> yes, tell us.
0: Come on, live spin the I, do,
2: I do think I think they're hot. I think you've got to sow some wild oats, you know. Oh as God, as Jay. Is.
3: Porn, hot or
0: not?
2: Oh, definitely hot, without a doubt.
3: Uh, yeah, it, porn is a huge category, but I think yeah. some porn out there definitely hot. Most of it probably not. <laughs> For you. me yeah. personally, true.
2: But... There is a lot of porn that I just go ugh.
0: Especially that old school porn where you know when you sit there and you're looking at old fashioned curtains and carpets. Oh, and I look, that's like, my favourite. Oh, I actually like, like
2: old school porn. Do you yeah. Yeah. It's got that like,
0: horrible music it's to eerie. it and horrible curtains. And I like sit there thinking, like a big
3: hairy bush. <laughs> oh my god! I've I never love been a, a 70s bush kind of guy. In every dis- everywhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I think I'm an interior designer. I sit there thinking, no, I'd laminate that room. I'd have nice blinds, <laughs> a nice lamp.
1: That's when you know the porn's not working for you when you're thinking <laughs> <Yeah>. about <laughs> the,
0: the decor. When you're thinking of getting up the old home base to redecorate, quickies or or not?
1: Well, until about two years ago, I thought that was the only type of sex there was. (laughs) So I'm going to just have to say hot.
0: So you had a few one-minute men, shall we say, Liz? Oh,
1: I've had some one-pump wonders in my time. (laughs) But yeah, if it's actually when you want it to be quick and it's quick, I think they're the best thing ever. Because sometimes you haven't got time to be just like, you know, pumped to death for two hours. You just need it like... Yes, yeah, so true. Yeah.
2: yeah, I like a quickie. I've got two kids, so sometimes you have to have like dangerous silks <laughs> And when you can like hear rustling around in another room, it's like quick. <laughs> Let's just do it and get it done. So yeah, I quite like a quickie.
3: Yeah, Hi, I think flow. definitely hot. Like the time pressure, you know, if they're like, have to go to work in the morning, it makes it all hot. Yeah, definitely. And also, I think
0: sometimes you just don't want to have to lay there for an hour after cuddling them. Sometimes you just want what you want. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
2: and then get up and leave.
0: Yeah, just do your thing. Whack your calvins back on and then say, right, Romeo, done. (laughs) Right, so scheduling sex, hot Mm. or not?
2: Again, because I'm married and with kids and got a busy life and stuff. Yeah, that sounds so fucking dull. but. I yeah scheduling has to happen sometimes because otherwise I I'll never like, have sex. Yeah, if you look at a se-
1: scheduling sex as making time for sex, yeah. then it is hot, isn't it? Because if you didn't schedule, you say of your
2: lifestyle, when would you do it? Yeah. Scheduling is a good idea because otherwise it just it just gets like left to the bottom of the pile and you never yeah. end up doing it like the dirty laundry, you just leave it there and it's
0: <laughs> Yeah. And I suppose at what level do you consider Scheduling because I think like if you know you're going on a little weekend break or even if you just go into a hotel for the night, you kind of you know what's going yeah. on. You've called it on already. Do you yeah. know what <laughs> I mean?
3: <laughs> I think it can be really hot. I think if you're like, okay, how about we have sex, then we go for dinner, then we do this, and then it's like, yeah, that's hot. It gives you anticipation. Yeah, it yeah. does. So like, I like to, that. to look forward to.
2: I like to know. Cause it kind of gets me in the thinking, thinking about sexy things. Like, if I know that I'm going to be having sex later.
1: Brad and I do this thing that, like, you know, we've been together for a while. We'll lie in bed and we'll be watch TV and I'll go, we're going to have sex tonight. And he'll go, yeah, we can do. And I'll go, he'll go, do you want to? I'll go, I'll spend in 10 minutes. <laughs> and then I'll be like, 10 minutes, yeah, go on then. Yeah. Like, just yeah. have a little chat about it, which you don't do. That's like, that's when you've been with someone like a minute. Do you know what I mean? You get this the thing where you start going, shall we? Yeah. I'll get you tomorrow. Whereas in the honeymoon
0: (laughs) period, I think you're just not even... You just jump on each other all the time. Constantly. I feel like now as well, we've kind of got to know each other. We've all broke the ice. I'm going to throw this one out there. Don't know if it's a little bit deep, (laughs) Uh but hey-ho, let's have it. Hot or not, threesomes.
1: Are you making an offer
3: here? Are you just... (laughs) (laughs) Flo, you go first. Uh, Definitely hot for me
2: definitely hot for me and I'm not elaborating any more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is that
0: you, Bob? Um, Hot or not? Again, I think for me, the idea of it's probably hotter than the logistics. I mean, I can be yeah. a bit of a jealous person. And again, I think it would be different if it's with your partner or if it's with two people. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because the thought of it being my partner and someone touching them, I don't know if I'd get a bit jealous. That's
1: why I'm literally with you because I've kind of left threesomes in my... Younger single life, and then with Brad, we've had this conversation. I feel like if we had a threesome with another girl involved, I'd probably end up in prison. And if there's another <laughs> boy involved, like vice versa, so it's, it's something that I feel like for me would affect our relationship. I feel like afterwards, the the con in the moment would be really hot and exciting, but then afterwards, I felt like the reality of having done it, yeah. it would. It, I know it play on my mind, and know it play on his. <laughs> yeah,
3: I've, I've never, I've only ever had threesomes when it's been like not like a long-term partner you're all
1: like sort of relatively single yeah
3: and i feel like yeah in i I have a current girlfriend but we're still i think maybe still in the honeymoon period but i like the idea of it like being on the table for the future yeah like like as you said like you know at the moment everything's great but maybe in the future i might want something to like spice it up i mean
1: yeah
3: i like the idea of that being an option nude photos hot or not definitely hot i'm a big pro nude person
2: i am i'm very yeah, I like sending nude photos. Um but because I've got children, I'm really careful. That's
1: the thing is that I I we still I still do it and stuff but the whole iCloud world we live in and stuff it, I do yeah. it, I always think about it because even when you delete things they're not really deleted so it's like it's just yeah whether it, I always take a phone and I think you know how would I feel if the world saw this which I know you yeah. shouldn't but in a way it's like I think in the world we live in with our apps and our phones they're not as secure as we'd like them nah. to be so I think you have to be really like conscious about what you're doing, which is a bit of a
2: shame. But it's has just... that ever happened to anyone here? I'm waiting for it to happen.
3: It's the publicity I need. <laughs> 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 it's like I've sent them out. There, that would like. be horrible. <laughs>
1: I've I've had experiences when I was younger when I sent photos to to boys I was seeing when I and I know they've shown other boys. Yeah. But they were photos that I looked. I knew I looked sick, in so I was like, "You're just raising my profile on this <laughs> yeah. single scene, babe. You like yeah, that's good true. advertisement." And I suppose I mean? that's
0: exactly you've hit the nail on the head. If it's It's a photo that you actually really like and you don't mind and you know you're looking hot to trot. So that's the end about hot or not. Loved that. I mean
1: we 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 really lingered at the questions, but I'm here for it. So we're now we're feeling a bit spicy, a bit warmed up. Let's move on to the main sexment. You see what I did there? (laughs) Of the podcast. And this week we are talking about self-love. Let's start with you, Flo. You wrote a book called How to Have Feminist Sex, which is a pretty interesting concept. Can you tell us what was the inspiration behind this?
3: Um, I thought like feminism is quite trendy these days. Uh, thank you, Beyonce. It's like, you know, lots <laughs> of people are talking about it. But I thought that when you talk about feminism and sex, you often talked about how sex was a source of trauma for women, which it is for a lot of women, unfortunately. But it's also a huge source of joy. And I really felt like that conversation... Mm was missing from the narrative and I just really just want to remind everyone that sex is meant to be fun and that for and physically pleasurable for women and doesn't need to have this kind of moral weight on our shoulders and we should all be trying harder to have more sex that we want to have really.
1: Why do you think there is still so much shame around
2: sex and masturbation for women in particular? Um, I think partly because we're not told about it we're not taught it in school like I never knew about masturbation when I was a kid I thought it was something that boys did yeah and the first time I found out about my clitoris was by somebody else touching it and that was basically by accident and I was like fuck (laughs) me what the fuck is that
1: (laughs) he probably didn't (laughs) even know what he was (laughs) touching
2: so I I made it a mission of mine to talk to my kids about masturbating if something's kept secret it's got that kind of sense of shame attached to it and I always had a sense of shame whenever I used to touch myself and I just don't want my kids to grow up like that I feel like the more orgasms I've given myself the more empowered I've the more in touch with my own body and also the better I can then tell my partner what to do. So I'm having better sex by masturbating more. That makes sense, though.
0: Now, obviously, with the internet, everything's so accessible. So I think it's probably quite a good idea to sit and talk to kids. You have to. And maybe...
2: Everything's so accessible, you're right. Like, porn is there. They're going to come across it. So if you don't talk about it, then they're going to talk to their friends about it and probably get really shit and wrong information. 100%. So I I need to be open and I... You know, I grew up in a household where I ne- I would never speak to my mum about sex, even now. We just haven't got that kind of relationship. So yeah. I've worked really, really hard at speaking to my kids without being embarrassed and without making it a taboo topic. I yeah. think that's great.
0: Definitely. So how would you say that you go about prioritising your pleasure?
3: Just, like, asking for what you want. And I think I did really prioritise... Um, I had, like, a breakup like, a year and a half ago, and like I really prioritised when I was like dating and looking for new relationships and stuff sexual compatibility and finding someone who like that was just my personal choice really like not only did we really like get on but also like we were like extremely sexual compatible and there were like fireworks so do you
2: give them like a questionnaire before you go into (laughs) a relationship with them uh
3: not like a questionnaire but like (laughs) I definitely like had some like key questions (laughs) Yeah, it's a good idea yeah that you could like you know I could see what was what was there in the future. And yeah. the sexual compatible thing, sex is obviously
0: quite a big thing in a relationship. Yeah. So have you ever been in a relationship or if the sex wasn't great for you, could you continue that relationship? Is sex that important, would you say, to...?
2: I think at different times your sex drive is going to go up and down and it's yeah. the same with your partner and that's not always going to be compatible. Mm. So, you know, you might not be compatible at one point, but then in six months' time you might be. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But my my low is my... Best friend, I literally call her my BFF. Like so that. that's how I prioritize. Which prioritise. one is your favorite you So the sonar is it? Is that how you say it? Sonar. Yeah, I think. Is I think that, that one me. where it sucks your clip? Basically. <laughs> yeah, I, it's like a little hole. It's yeah. like a little like um, yeah. sucker fish. Oh <laughs> my fucking god! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: so i I got a question for you mm-hmm. how and when did you start to know what you wanted when it came to sex
3: it's like an ever-evolving process yeah but I think that the key thing for that is wanking and masturbation and fantasies that's how you know what you what you want in yeah sex. and it like I, it's something I talk about a lot is you might be having a fantasy but you might not actually want to do that fantasy like you might have a fantasy that you're being in, like, a group sex orgy with loads of strangers in an alleyway. Yeah. And that's what you masturbate about. And then you think, in reality, do I want that? No, it sounds cold and dirty and dangerous. <laughs> 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 but, like, what are you feeling when you're when you're fantasising about that situation? Like, are you feeling in control? Are you feeling out of control? Like, what is it
1: that turns you on? Like, yeah. What is, yeah. Is okay. it the
3: novelty? Is it, like, the fact that all these people really desire you? Is it, like the power dynamic like what is it That's and then, really interesting I and think. I suppose like you say fantasies
0: sometimes are just that so the idea of something is often better than the, the reality honest, of yeah. it like yeah. you say like when it comes to an alley rather than being shagged around the bins <laughs> like an alley cat <laughs> The fault of it's probably better than the actual logistic cold
3: wheelie being 100%. fired. <laughs> 100%. But you can, like, take those, like, things that you... Like, the novelty aspect or the, like, kind of stranger danger aspect or the power dynamic aspect and then, like, translate that into what you want in your sex life. And when I started taking my own fantasies seriously and thinking, like, OK, that's what's really turning me on in this situation that I've just, like, plucked from my imagination mm. and, like, translating that into my sex life, that's when... I felt like I was finally having, like, the sex I wanted to have.
0: So sometimes you would act on a fantasy and then sometimes it's just that, it's just a fantasy.
3: Yeah, I think yeah. so. Because sometimes
1: you might, like say you say, the idea of having sex with someone else who's not your partner in a fantasy is nice, but you actually wouldn't want to go through with it. I mean, yeah. some of my previous boyfriends did take the first option and did go through with it, but, I mean,
0: that's, <laughs> yeah. that's on them, isn't it? So to have good sex, do you need to have a power dynamic
2: I don't know. I think that happens naturally anyway, yeah. doesn't it? But like some sometimes I want to be like I want the missionary position and then sometimes I want to be on top. I don't know if that classifies as a power dynamic, but sometimes I want to take the lead more and sometimes I like to be. That's
1: really, I think in relationships you fall into roles anyway.
0: Yeah, definitely. But you know,
1: like, I think often sometimes your actual dynamic in the relationship and then it comes to sex is totally different. Like, I feel like, well, I like to think when me and Brad, I wear the trousers in day-to-day life more. (laughs) But then when it comes to, like, in the bedroom, he does and I like it like that. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I prefer it for the man to be the more sort of, like, you know domineering one one. yeah Mm. yeah but then I like to like just you know totally dominate him in real life and just nag him about (laughs) everything possible (laughs) love it okay so Natalie you talk I've had a little peek at your Instagram you're all about body positivity and all that stuff which is great what was the catalyst for you being more in tune with your body and accepting and that whole the whole everything that comes with it under that hood I think
2: women especially have a lot of body hang-ups. I think society makes you feel like your body is wrong and you need to change it because Mm -hmm. there's so many, like, the diet culture out there. It's just basically... It's all about making money, I think. So I'm just trying to push against that and trying to get women to feel more comfortable in their skin. I mean... I really noticed a significant change after I had my children and I had like stretch marks and a wobbly tummy Mm. and a lot more cellulite and stuff like that. My confidence went down hugely and I was really... Sad, and I remember like lots of crying and looking in the mirror mm. and just feeling like absolute fucking shit. Yeah, because um, yeah. your body does change and it's hard to to get used to that. It's really difficult. I'm desperate to ask you about this. Oh, God. I have read <laughs> my notes here. <laughs>
1: last year, NASA, you had an orgasm on TV. Am I, am I getting that right? Yes, yeah, so please explain uh, to uh, us did it, <laughs> how uh, that
2: came, how and what that
0: what well, show? I was going to
1: say what it involved, but it obviously involved an orgasm, it but had,
2: it hasn't actually. Actually, been aired yet? But I was in a program called How to Have Better Orgasms, and Sounds I like was interviewed. Yeah, and then they sent me upstairs with a sex toy, and there was like a bed and a camera set up. Like, not a camera person behind the camera. the camera, just just the camera. It was just like positioned on my face. So don't worry, you're not going to see anything. Oh, okay, so it's not like x-ray, it's just you just see it's your like face. A you just reactions. see my face, yeah. So what they wanted to show, basically, is more women having real orgasms because... We we are inundated mm. with images of women having fake orgasms a lot mm. on porn especially, yeah. and so they just wanted to show the public what real orgasms look like for lots of women.
3: Did you find it like hard to come under that much pressure? I really pressure? fucking yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> so it say? It's hard because nothing makes me like orgasm less than if someone's like. Now it's time to have an orgasm. Yeah,
2: I had to dig real deep. <laughs> literally. <laughs> not, not literally. <laughs> I had to dig really deep in my head and use all of my imagination. Yeah. And it did eventually come, literally. But, um, yeah, it was good. I'm glad I did it. I think it's a really good thing to do.
1: Well, I was going to say, obviously... I can semi-relate to the idea of feeling like you watched watching having sex <laughs> from being on Love Island. but there Did was you have one...
0: sex in Love Island, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah,
1: we all did, pretty much, yeah. But I can guarantee there was no orgasms. And I don't know if it was because <laughs> of... The situation, that or, makes me feel really or sad. the partners that we had, I'm going to say it's a bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to share the blame on that. I'm out. <laughs> but it's just not a sexy environment. Let's just put it like that. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. and what I was, I just when you were talking, I just automatically went back. to it being very, I we were all very aware all the times that these cameras are honest, It's a very bizarre feeling. But um, yeah, yeah. So credit to you for getting that out Thank because you. that is like. Quite, but also,
2: like I didn't have a partner who It was just you. It was like, just yeah, me. And, yeah. it, and it took me like a little while. I don't know. I think I think it took me about half an hour, if I remember yeah, correctly. So that was quite yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. It was quite a, a lot time. of graft.
2: There was a lot of graft
0: In the villa at any point are you not aware like so if you're having sex with someone you've coupled up with, do you forget for a second or you're just always very conscious of it?
1: For me I didn't, I just didn't do you know as well it's like it's not it's the fact on TV the bedroom looks massive I mean you could literally reach across the, from the bed and touch the person on the oh. bed next to you so it's very like and it's not just a one camera they're everywhere and even when you do anything in a bed sort of turn over yeah. you hear them move, moving moving oh, oh, yeah. you know, it's yeah. not like yeah it's like <laughs> it's not just like a streaming to like I don't know 10 people, it streams like the whole country, including your mum and dad. And it's just, like that thought is just in your mind. It's horrible. Like,
0: I think Nat, you, you was telling us about your, your favourite sex toy. Yeah. Flo, do you have one in particular that you're... A fan of what's your fave? What's your go to?
3: So, yeah, through my line of work, I, I get sent quite a lot of sex toys. Me and my girlfriend actually have um, cabinet. Goals. <laughs> what, a cabinet. A cabinet to store it, or a cabinet full of already full of dildos. Already you full of dildos. Oh
0: my god. What the cabinet
3: comes with dildos in it? We have a full So, piece it's like an of Ikea cabinet.
1: of sex toys that you go to buy these like cabinets.
3: Yeah, we were like, we need this own storage solution. This is like got out of the shoebox situation. Amazing. Uh, and the Transformer, yeah, it was it was really great. It was, I, I chose it because it was like unlike anything I'd seen before. It's basically like, I want to say two eggs connected by like a cord. Okay. okay. So it's fun because it's like we could use it together. Nice. Um, like, there's lots of lots of different ways of using it. It was it was like, yeah, it's a real, like, okay, what should we do with this? It's like an inspiration tool as well as, like, a vibrator, which is, of course... love that. I'm so intrigued. We're getting it up on yeah. Google. <laughs> go How does
2: it work? Tell us.
3: So, like, it's basically just a vibrator that's shaped, like, two eggs with a long thing between it. So
2: does one go in one partner and the other bit goes in the other partner? You can
3: use it like that or you can plug both holes or you can have one oh. on the outside, one on the inside one the, might the cool. not be
1: good for you, Bob. You've only got the one half.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that, w- that works for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Saying it, I think the way toys have got, it's definitely got so much better for men now. Like, There's so many more options. Okay,
1: next section of our chat today is sex facts. Bob, you take it away.
0: So this week we're drawing from some of the most Googled questions about sex to see if you guys can answer them. Research in 2017 revealed the most Googled questions about sex included how to make a woman orgasm, how to get a bigger penis manually, how to actually measure a penis, and how old you have to be to buy condoms. We're now going to test your knowledge, girls, on a few more questions from the list. Oh Are God. you game? I'm yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> First question. On average, how long do you think sex lasts for heterosexual
3: couples? I'm going to go 16 minutes.
2: Okay. Oh man! Are you uh, no? I'm not asking. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna say three minutes.
3: What's ah! <laughs> well, start I, to finish? I was
2: gonna say how much hedge sex we had, but anyway. <laughs>
1: yeah so that's you're, I feel like you've not been with a guy for a while because <laughs> 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 I just thought who are these 20 minute guys and where <laughs> I thought you might do some like foreplay we're play? not counting the foreplay we're just oh, counting the actual like, intercourse yeah okay not so counting foreplay I can tell you the answer is in 2015 a survey revealed average sex was asking 7.3 minutes aww so the has been many, I, yeah, I think for, done guys Seven's pretty decent. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's good going. Interesting. Okay.
0: Next question: Can you guess how many nerve endings are in the clitoris?
2: Oh man, I would say two hundred.
3: I'm gonna go like way up. I'm gonna say like three Thousand. million. Three million. Ooh. Yeah, million. I mean, I've you got wish. the answer, in front
0: of me, <laughs> and I've got to say,
1: Bob, you give the answer, but I would never have got even near there. No. But-
0: so I think we're all going to be a little bit shot. I mean, not quite free meal, but it's definitely <laughs> quite... thousands.
2: Is it thousands? Oh, yeah, it's thousands. Yeah, I thought it was, yeah. More...
3: Nice. I don't know how many nerves are anywhere, so... No, I, I,
0: couldn't, I couldn't tell you either, babes. The answer is 4,000. That's a lot of nerve endings, Stunning. isn't it?
3: Yeah. well i know i'm
0: disappointed but <laughs> you wanted that free meal yeah. so <laughs> this is why i love the sex facts because I we literally know. have a proper education about it's like it me and
1: bobby are like back at school it's great <laughs> so okay girls if you and then because i know it's different for guys and girls we'll do girls first if an alien came down and you ha- well, actually not not know most men and you <laughs> have to describe to them where the g-spot was
3: how would you describe it directions basically it it's probably be like a party pooper but I think the whole g-spot thing is a little bit of a myth
2: Okay, because
3: like I think basically it's like invented by like you know like women's magazines in like the 90s and 80s basically most women like are unable to come from penetration alone and this is like totally normal and there's this big kind of thing where it's like if you can't come from only penetration then you're not having as best orgasms as you possibly could and that's just like totally like this myth that's like really just unhelpful to everyone and there's no like one spot inside your vagina that you can find and suddenly you'll be able to come from penetration it doesn't work like that and but basically just some people's clitorises are closer to their vagina and then or like you, as you say the so clitoris is the massive
2: inside of the clitoris yeah. basically. and like everyone is yeah. arranged differently because i do think if you stick your fingers in your vagina and like hook them you definitely feel like i definitely feel a thing, there's something yeah. inside there that like sends shivers down my body. What about for you, but For guys it's different, obviously, obviously, it's
3: different. But... Your juice
2: spot's in your bum, right?
1: Yeah,
3: mm. so yeah, that's I think more it's a... of an actual thing as well. I keep yeah, I telling Brad it's... this,
1: and he was not, he's not having it. <laughs> he's missing out on all he's this fun. He's proper
3: missing
0: out, and I think <laughs> I don't know if I'm right or wrong, maybe another one for Mr. Google, but I think it is like a proven medical yeah, fact is. that there, there really is a male juice Yeah, it's your yeah. prostate. Yeah, mm. so is that not the case then with not girls? Not for women. Women no. don't have uh.
1: it. Do you know what? Okay, that wraps up that section. Apart from G-Spot, you girls, because we, we had a bit of a doubt about that one, we did pretty well, I think.
0: Yeah, fun um, sex facts this week. Lovely. Good. Like a proper little education. So we're going to move on to our next little segment, which is Instagram questions. Okay. So to round up today's episode, we've been sent in a question from Lelo's Instagram, and this week someone has sent in the following... I'm a woman, and I've never been with another woman before. What are your tips when it comes to being with another woman for the first time? Flo, have you got any advice that you can share, babes?
3: Um, Yeah, I think I think like with all sex, the key is just communication. I always say like sex is a type of communication. It's like the most complicated type of communication that like humans can do. Yeah, and you just got to like talk about it. I think talking more in sex is the key to better sex for everyone i think Mm. but when you have an advantage if you're having same sex sex and that you have the same parts and you know kind of where everything is and what it feels like so if you do something that feels good to you it's probably gonna feel at least all right for them and then just like look at your partner listen to them like listen to their breathing and look at what they're how they're reacting and yeah just have fun and did you
1: always know, Flo, that you liked girls,
3: or did that is that thing that develops later in life? And how did you sort of
1: transition from? Do you, when was you like?
3: What was your first experience with a girl like? I had the uh, really rare uh, reverse come out, where I came out as gay when I was like 15, and had like a really. I, I grew up in London, and I had a really great like liberal. Being gay was cool, and I like did that for like three, four years, and then I came to went to university. Okay. And like being gay wasn't cool, and I was like, well, maybe I can try some of this. And <laughs> I was like, maybe I'm bisexual now. Uh, yeah, and I am bisexual, and um, I've you know ever since then I've been doing it both ways. <laughs> and I That's get fair. asked. I hope you
0: don't mind me asking. Then you can completely mm-hmm. just say, Bob, shut your mouth. <laughs> but I get asked a lot, and I've been intrigued, especially because you're bi. Mm. People say to me, because you're a gay man, do you think that you would? give better oral sex to a man than a woman would and I think you've touched upon it by kind of saying because Because you've kind of got the same body parts you know what feels good yeah so for someone that's kind of
1: stuck their toe
0: in both ponds so to speak (laughs) would you rather a a guy go down on you or a girl and does can you tell a difference between the two I would say that I have
3: had absolutely brilliant head from men and I've had Terrible head from women. I think it's really like I don't want to make any like sweeping. So it is the individual. It doesn't have like a set. Just because
1: you've got a vagina means you know how to
3: use it. Enthusiasm is way more important than anything else, and like willingness to like take direction and learn, and like willingness to look at like your body and how you're reacting and work with that rather okay. than just like being like this is what the internet told me to do. Yeah. <laughs> God loves it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think, because if you're asking that question, then it definitely means that you're curious. Mm. Um, I think just go for it. I like like kissing, I've kissed all of my friends. We always end up getting drunk and having a snog at the end of the night um, or all through the night. <laughs> and um, it's something fun and just go and explore. Why not? Life's too short. You might as well just go and live. 100%. Yep. And
0: I think sexuality is such a different thing nowadays, like labels aren't important. I think it's a lot more fluid now. So I think it's
2: about soul connection as
0: well. Completely. So it's not necessarily about putting yourself in boxes, gay, straight, Mm. bi, etc. Some people just like sex and want to experiment. And I kind of think... Do what feels good and do what you want to try. Don't ever worry what other people are going to think about you. Like
1: 100%. Life is way too fucking short for that. Guys, just remember you can share your sex questions by messaging us over on Laylo's Instagram and every week we do our best to answer them as properly and efficiently as possible.
0: Make sure you do because literally I'm loving this little segment. So get them questions in. So, guys, that's it. I want to say a massive thank you to Flo and Natalie for your honesty, your openness on today's episode and for basically just being lovely girls. Like, we've had a lovely old time of it.
1: Before we go, girls, each of you, let our listeners please know where they can find you and message you and all that jazz.
3: Yeah, I'm on at Flo Perry Draws on Instagram or What's at that? Flo Perry on Twitter.
2: Good message. I'm Natalie and you can find me at Style me Sunday me oh sunday God. lovely thank bye. you so much girls
1: thanks
0: girls honestly it's been a right pleasure having you both on this week's podcast thank you thank
1: you so much until next time guys over, and out. <laughs> over and out bye guys bye. thanks for tuning in what an episode if you love this episode as much as we did please share your thoughts by leaving a review and if you'd like to receive weekly installments of sex and pleasure i
0: mean who doesn't hit the subscribe button This episode was brought to you by Lalo. They have the best-selling sex toys in the world for a reason, so we'd really recommend that you check out their vibe by heading to lalo.com. For all their sex advice and how best to use their toys, make sure you also sign up to their newsletter, which is over in the show notes.
1: Until next time, guys.